0: Singing, oh, don't worry about me when I'm in a zone. Free up yourself, cause you are ready.
1: around the world logged on to qmzradio.com and janoradio.com of course i have to say good morning to my studio audience courtesy of clubhouse it is tuesday the 14th time is going folks are almost halfway through the month almost uh today is turned up tuesday we're just playing some hits um from more recent times right thank you for joining me for coffee and all world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget to follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram moments with me media subscribe to the youtube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell don't worry be first to know. be the first to know as soon as content gets uploaded. And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today in international news. 55 people killed in latest attack in northern Burkina Faso. UN chief slams delusional fossil fuels dash amid Ukraine war. Denmark, Canada to sign deal ending dispute over tiny Arctic islands. In news out of North America, 95,000 tins of baby formula transported to Los Angeles from Australia. Florida private school teacher arrested for sexting with student. Georgia father kills one year old daughter's mother before and uh, fatally shooting child and turning the gun on himself. Urine sensors to be installed on Boston transit elevators. Alabama police shoot and kill suspicious man outside of elementary school. Trump blasts U.S. Capitol riot hearings as mockery of justice. In business and tech news, Amazon is being sued by its prime members for ending free Whole Foods delivery service. More than a dozen Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok influencers flown out by Amazon to luxurious resort in bid for social media clout. No let-up in crypto slide Bitcoin at 18-month low. In health and science news, health officials confirm two strains of monkeypox circulating in the U.S. A sponge may not be the most hygienic way to clean dishes, a study suggests, but there is an alternative. In sports news, WNBA team meets uh, U.S. officials over Britney Griner Russia arrest. How Australia got the better of Peru in a World Cup playoff. Costa Rica versus New Zealand, final World Cup spot up for grabs. Celtics ripped by experts for fourth quarter meltdown in Game 5, lost to Warriors. Go easy on them. Come on. Caribbean corner Pika to offer services at diaspora conference. Airbnb guests helped 416,000 jobs in Latin America and the Caribbean in 2021. IMF, managing director to visit the Caribbean, Cayman to host a major Caribbean tourism organization event, star-studded lineup as Killer bon turns 50. Out of Latin America, Cuba sanctions nearly 400 people over anti-government protests. In Believe It or Not News, a Missouri dog accidentally sets home on fire after switching on stove with its paw. Republican legislators claim AR-15 semi-automatic rifles are needed for killing small animals like prairie dogs and raccoons. Transgender inmate in Minnesota sues Department of Corrections for being refused gender reassignment surgery. And in entertainment news... The game admits he was hurt after not being included in this year's Super Bowl halftime show. We have the details of these stories coming up after our music break. Thank you to everyone tuned in on QMZradio.com, Janoradio.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. We'll be right back with more after a little bit from Sean Mendez.
2: Any girl like you deserves a gentleman Tell me why are we wasting time on all your wasted crown When you should be with me instead I know I can treat you better Better than he can I'll stop time for you The second you say you'd like me too
3: Thunder, feel the thunder, lightning in the thunder, thunder, feel the thunder, lightning in the thunder.
1: Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with Me, and you're listening to Coffee in tow, World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram at Moments with Me Media. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, Moments With Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. You're listening to one of my favorite songs, Imagine Dragons, Thunder. And now it is time for us to get into the details, and we are starting off with international news. So, 55 people killed in latest attack in northern Burkina Faso. And this is so unfortunate. This story comes to us courtesy of the Associated Press. Gunmen killed at least 55 people over the weekend in northern Burkina Faso. The latest attack amid mounting violence blamed on Islamic extremists, authorities said on Monday. Suspected militants targeted civilians in Setenga in the West African country Sino province. Government spokesman, Wen County, Joel said in a news conference, nearly 5,000 people have died over the last two years in Burkina Faso because of violence blamed on Islamic extremists. Another 2 million people have fled their homes, deepening the country's humanitarian crisis. You know what I'm going to say? Well, I had this conversation um, with someone recently. And I think I've said it here before on coffee and Joe part of the problem that we're having as human beings is accepting and respecting differences that's the problem I don't like how you look I don't like your beliefs I don't like how you live I don't like what you do and because we don't like They are the party and everything that comes with them. We seek to destroy them instead of trying to see how we can coexist peacefully. Why do we feel the need or why should we feel that our belief is better than someone else's belief? Who is the authority on that? Who says that we should dehumanize people because we don't agree with them and if you think about it that's the deep-rooted issue of every discrepancy of every disagreement of every argument of every war disagreement and it balloons into something out of control I would love for the day when we are able to just agree to disagree respectfully and let everyone live in peace. Islamic extremists creating havoc in Burkina Faso as has been done in other countries. Christians riled up and killing other people because of difference of religious beliefs. When are we going to understand what it is to mean to be humanitarian? On one hand, we love those closest to us. We think we do, until there is a dis- dis- disagreement or a difference of opinion. And we don't even have to go as far as going over to the, another continent, into another country. We see it right here amongst ourselves. We don't know how to respect each other. I don't have to agree with you. There's no rule that says I have to agree with everything you say or do. And quite frankly, if I'm surrounded by yes people, there is a problem. But the minute there is a disagreement, we want to dispel that person. Dispel that community. Dispel the the country. There's a reason we are all different. They say variety is the spice of life, right? Everybody can't be the same. Everybody can't think the same, act the same, be the same. We can't. We are not clones. We're not copy and paste. We weren't put on a photocopy machine, there are similarities. And the truth is if we sit down and have discussion, regardless of what our beliefs are, you'll see how intricately woven we are, how more similar we are than we're different. You'd be surprised. A study was done on the different religious beliefs, Hinduism, Buddhism, um, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, and a host of other religious beliefs, right? A study was done and it was revealed that there are huge similarities, huge. But we as humans, we create the divide because we think we're better than. We think we're better than. Who told you you're better than anyone? we're all equal we might make better choices when it comes to certain things but it doesn't mean that you're better than somebody else that you're above someone else and someone is below you no and this is a reason for for the wars that we have going on the atrocities that claim the lives of innocent people in the name of trying to be superior to have control to con to have everybody convert to what we believe there's a lot to be learned from the other side of the fence there's a lot that we can learn from each other and i yes i'm gonna go in my fairy tale world for a second and hope and pray that one day we can see that all of this is so unnecessary. And for those people who fund these tribal wars and civil wars and global wars, shame on you. Because all you're thinking about is your pocket. I have news for you. When you die, you can't take the money with you. As you came into this world, so shall you leave. You came in with nothing, and you will leave with nothing. So all that you're trying to amass, this great wealth, to be able to pull up your bank accounts and see billions or trillions of dollars, really and truly, um, once you die, it dies with you. You can't take it with you. It's gone. And then people are left arguing and quarreling over what we in Jamaica refer to as dead left. So let's think really about what we're doing. And we say we care about human beings. We care about each other. But do we? We need to re-examine ourselves. Yeah, that's, that's my spiel on that.
6: Good morning.
1: Good morning, naturalist.
6: I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about the financial aspect, because uh, they make care and take the money with them. What they do is they leave great legacy for their kids and uh, their family member. Now, I don't know much about this country in particular, but just by going by history, where there is conflict, they are also thieves. Mm. So, usually, so usually there are some multinational corporation that is creating the conflict and creating the fear and this way they can rob the country blind. And you know who we are. As long as I have, I don't care about anybody else. I wanna make sure, you know, what's in my pocket stay in my pocket. That's why they end up destroying their own just to preserve, yeah, for themselves. Yeah. Good- Good Morning,
1: people. Yeah, well, I, cut,
6: I cut. I cut some grass. Same way. I haven't done yet.
1: You're not done yet. That's when you have a big yard, folks. You no, takes you I a couple it. days.
6: No, what happened? I got lazy. <laughs> I, 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 I gave up.
1: Oh boy, listen. Don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad. But you're getting good exercise, right? You're at it early again in the morning. So you're getting yep. exercising, yeah.
6: Me and the dog just watching me, she's helpful.
1: Oh, your dog is adorable. That's a hyperallergenic dog, so that's more check marks for me. Truly obedient, yeah. doesn't cross that gate. Love it.
6: She, she doesn't. How did you train
1: her? <laughs> How did you get her to do that?
6: Uh, continue the discipline. Wow, it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a child, it's yeah. very repetitive.
1: Yeah, adorable. She's a beauty. All right. So, good morning again to everyone here with me, listening on QMZRated.com, JanoRated.com, and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. You know, I'm naturalist. It's important that we leave generational wealth. It's very important, but we have to understand that we cannot allow money to control us. And I think that's where people are confused. They are so money hungry focused on the money, 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 acquisition, 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 and forget the core um, systems of how to treat people. They forget that, guess what, it will come, but just do the right thing. You don't have to scheme and you don't have to see who you can pull one over on. You don't have to go killing and murdering and and abusing. You can have it. There's enough, believe you me, there's enough for everybody out there. But we're hung up on greed, and that is what is destroying us. We're self-destructing to greed. Yeah. UN chief slams delusional fossil fuels, Dash, amid Ukraine war. And this is according to Al Jazeera. UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez has accused some rich countries of having made a dangerous dash for fossil fuels in response to the war in Ukraine, warning the new investments being made in coal, oil and gas are delusional given their impact on climate change. The energy crisis exasperated by the war in Ukraine has seen a perilous doubling down on fossil fuels by the major economies. Gutierrez said in a video address on Tuesday to the Austrian World Summit, a climate conference held in Vienna. The meeting marks the first important gathering of its kind since the latest United Nations Climate Change Conference, COP26, which was held in Glasgow, Scotland, last November. Critics said the summit failed to deliver the measures needed to address the climate crisis. Meanwhile, Since Russia's invasion of Ukraine, some countries have turned to buying more non-Russian fossil fuels or investing in new oil and gas fields to shore up their energy supplies. For example, Germany and the Netherlands announced plans this month to develop a new North Sea gas field and Chancellor Olaf Scholz has said Germany wants to pursue gas projects with Senegal. State-owned Qatar Energy's Northfield East is expanding as part of the world's largest liquefied natural gas LNG project and the United Kingdom is financing an LNG project in Mozambique. Okay so I have been lazy I will admit I'm yet to look up what exactly are fossil fuels. Forgive me. Something of every time I hear the term I keep saying, "Okay, I'm going to look it up, but then something happens and I push it to the side. So. Without further ado, on to Google. So I'm teaching myself something this morning, so please bear with me. Fossil fuels are made from decomposing plants and animals. These fuels are bound in the Earth's crust and contain carbon and hydrogen, which can be burned for energy. Coal, oil, and natural gas are examples of fossil fuels. So what are the main four types of fossil fuels? Petroleum, coal, natural gas, and or emulsion are the four fossil fuel types. They have a variety of physical, chemical, and other essential properties in general. But the most vital thing regarding fossil fuels, perhaps, is that they're not green. Fossil fuels are made from plants and animals that decompose. Hmm. What is bad about fossil fuels? In addition to releasing plant-warming greenhouse gas emissions, burning fossil fuels also generates localized air pollutants such as soot and smog that increase the death or the risk of death from stroke, heart disease, lung cancer, and respiratory illness among those exposed. Okay, we have that many plants and trees. I mean, plants and animals to um, for us to be able to tap into fossil fuels on a large scale. I'm just thinking. Yes, thank you. we
7: do.
1: Okay. Um. So before us, you
7: no, know, that sounds really terrible. <laughs> This fossil, it's a fossil fuels, the f- decomposed plants and animals. Before us, there were dinosaurs. There were um, mammoths. There were huge animals, huge trees, and they died. And this is this is us using their bodies, the mm. trees and the old animals.
1: Wow. Centuries later, we're still able to sun that. Yeah.
7: Okay.
1: All right. So it is a lucrative industry, and is it an industry or is it a source that has unending? Um,
7: no, that's a problem. Okay, that's a problem. It can end, and and like like the story said, why why it's not good is because you know it it produces smut and, uh, and it produces smut um, and it produces other stuff in the air that we shouldn't necessarily breathe all day long but we do the industrial revolution started in when 1900s yeah so yeah it's we've been doing this and and sucking this stuff into our bodies since then that's why there's this push for cars to be electric because you don't have to pull the stuff from the environment you pull it from the out of wherever you create electricity water and the air but um that's why there's a push for that because they're trying to get people to stay off cars. That's why there's a push for people to use um, reusable oil in their cars, like um, kitchen oils and stuff. So they don't have to dig from the earth and pull up more fossil fuels. Right. They're, they're constantly trying to find ways to get around um, digging for and um, depleting the earth because it also, you keep digging in one place, you're gonna weaken the structure of the of the earth.
1: Correct. So,
7: that's that
1: that's what's going on okay I'm done thank you Sonette so I learned something today folks I'm always open to learn right you never you can't know enough can not can never say oh I know everything right so I'm glad I was able to finally look it up educate myself and I hope someone else who you know wasn't too sure I hope I'm hope they were able to benefit as well so Denmark and Canada to sign deal-ending dispute over tiny Arctic Isle. A territorial dispute between Denmark and Canada over a barren and uninhabited rock in the Arctic has come to an end, with the two friendly countries agreeing to divide the tiny island between them. Under the agreement to be signed today, a border will be drawn across the half-square-mile Am um, Hans Island in the waterway between the northwestern coast of the semi-autonomous Danish territory of Greenland and Canada's Ellesmere Island. The rock has no mineral reserves. It sends a clear signal that it is possible to resolve border disputes in a pragmatic and peaceful way, where all parties become winners," said Danish Foreign Minister Jeppe Kofod. He said it was an important signal now that there is much war and unrest in the world. Canada and Denmark agreed in 1973 to create a border through Nares Strait, halfway between Greenland and Canada, but they were unable to agree on which country would have sovereignty over the Hans Island, which lies about 684 miles south of the North Pole. In the end, They decided to work out the question of ownership later. (laughs) You know why it's easier to work that out, Um, Denmark and Canada? The rock has no mineral reserves. (laughs) And I'm just going to leave that right there. Because had there been some mineral, precious gems, stones, oil, whatever, that could be quarried, anything that could be mined or quarried from it, I think the story would be different. It's an, it's an insignificant rock because it has no value, well, that we're not aware of. Guess what? People might go there and start digging and finding things. You never know. But yeah, so that right there, the rock has no mineral reserves, is the reason that they were able to resolve the border dispute in a pragmatic and peaceful way (laughs) it's not going to be easy for other countries that um have oil and gold and diamonds and um, titanium and everything else that we need aluminum no it's not going to be that easy wish it could be but it won't and those were our stories from the international scene coming up after the music break we have stories out of north america here is a little more music for you and on our turn up tuesday we're taking it a little easy today just playing some hits a little, in the
2: dark, a little but i'm hoping it might kickstart me and my broken heart i need a little love tonight homie so i'm not falling apart a little but i'm hoping it might kickstart me and my broken heart yeah shock
5: Chill. tell each other how we feel, but baby know I love the thrill, when you put it da-da-down, da-da-down, I'm alright on my own, but with you I'm in the zone, one shot don't let it go, you better put it da-da-down, da-da-down, make me say, you the one I like, 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 come put your body on might, 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 might. keep it up all night, 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 don't
1: To all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with Me, and you're listening to Coffee Into World News on the Go every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. To 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram at Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. You heard from Rickston, Me and My Broken Heart, and now you're listening to Mabel Mad
5: Love. Like,
1: And now it is time for stories out of North America. 95,000 tins of baby formula transported to Los Angeles from Australia. This comes to us courtesy of WSVN. Some good news when it comes to the nationwide baby formula shortage. As more than 95,000 tins of formula from Australia touched down in L.A. on Sunday. It's part of President Joe Biden's Operation Fly Formula initiative. Suppliers said it is enough to fill 2 million bottles. It is expected to hit store shelves throughout the area in the next few days. Meanwhile, federal records show none of the three biggest formula manufacturers were inspected in 2020 because of the pandemic. An inspection uncovered sanitation issues at the Abbott plant, which sparked the shortage earlier this year. Congress is now pushing for plant inspections every six months instead of once a year well Congress I can agree with you on that at least every six months you're talking about babies I would say once a quarter but they may say that's not practical but um, I think um, yeah at least every six months versus once a year you're talking about the the stomachs of babies and yeah but I think even though there was the pandemic production was still going on they should not have um, loosened the reins during the pandemic in 2020 yeah you don't let up in certain areas right and here it goes again a florida private school teacher arrested for sexting with student a teacher at a florida private school is facing charges for sexting with an 18 year old student at the school where she worked julie hoover who is 38 is charged with one count of an authority figure soliciting or engaging in sex with a student. According to arrest records, she is a teacher at Point of Grace Christian School in Perry. WCTV reports that the student's mother contacted the sheriff's office after finding explicit messages between the student and Hoover. The mother told authorities that Hoover was trying to arrange to sneak the teen into her house while her husband was at work. The texts were sent in March and April of 2022. When the messages were sent, the teen was a student in several of Hoover's classes. Hoover was taken into custody on June 8 and released on a $15,000 bond the following day. What's the... It's a student, I get it. But my question is, what is the... um? Age of consent in Florida,
8: isn't it? Hold on, uh, sixteen, I think. Okay. but
1: but because you're yeah. a student.
8: Well, those laws are tricky, you know. Okay, tell <laughs> those, me more. So you, 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 yeah, you have to read up on it. Even though it's sixteen, the age of consent depending on is depending on the age gap too. So, um, like, say for instance. If the, if the other party's like 19 or something like that, they probably won't get in trouble. But <laughs> a 30-year-old person, they still will lock your ass up.
1: Okay. So let me read this, yeah. Andre. I'm glad you said that. Thank you so much. So, of course, you know, I jumped on Google. In Florida, the age of consent is 18 years old. Sexual intercourse with someone who is under 18 is considered statutory rape. There is a close in age a age exemption known as the romeo and juliet law allowing minors who are 16 or 17 to have sex with someone no older than 23 years old now hmm, interesting yeah there
8: you go so it says it's kind of tricky says 18 but yeah i know they have those age gap thing
1: all right listen to this one so of course, there's this other you know other things pop up right? Can an eighteen year old sleep with a sixteen year old in Florida? It is illegal for an adult, someone eighteen or older to have sex with a minor someone younger than eighteen, even if the sex is consensual Wow, wow,
8: right, but that could be argued in court because I remember a case um this was in Atlanta, and I think is uh Oprah helped out on that case. I think it was a case where the guy was either seventeen or eighteen, mm-hmm. and the girl was fifteen. Black, guy, white girl, black guy, mm. and they locked him up. And Oprah advocated for that for that guy, and they, and they um, let him out. And they uh, they kind of changed the law a little, mm-hmm. you know, so the, the Romeo and Juliet thing.
4: Yeah.
8: So they're saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Georgia. At the age of concept I was 16 or something. But they say even though she's 15, he's just like 17 turning 18 and the close proximity of age, they think it's unjust and, and, and stuff like that. So stuff like that can be argued in court though.
1: All right. So now Dre, based on what I just read, in Florida, it is illegal for an adult, someone 18 or older, why then would you arrest this woman if she's sleeping with an adult in the state of florida he's 18 years old
8: but was the text sent before he well, was 18? Let,
1: okay let's go back to the story the text messages were just sent in march and april of 2022 um, it doesn't say that he was 17 at the time or 16. Huh. well it doesn't even say if it was a boy or a girl it just says the teen so we don't know if it's if it's a female or a male student. That's out the window. But the here is the issue, and this is where the law comes in now. Eighteen years old, you're considered an adult. An adult. If an eighteen-year-old, he, 18 he year
8: had old, to be under eighteen at the time. because at eighteen, they, yeah, it, um, it had to be under eighteen at the time, because there's no way if he's eighteen, there's no way they could lock her up. But the bigger issue is moments. Yeah. What I'm getting to realize, right? The teachers and the students, like everyone, kind of turn a blind eye on the female teachers and the male students. This been going on for years, but no, I, I think because I guess guys are different, you know. You, you know, they think it's not sexual harassment and stuff. But I've seen a clip the other day with the comedian and Deere talking about how he was abused by some older g- girls when he was 11 and I keep on seeing things like this coming out and especially in school with the teachers and, 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 and the, the the younger male students and I'm like you can't even trust your kids around anyone normally you have your kids and it was like okay go with the, 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 the lady because you know you feel safe because you want to keep them away from the guys demand them right Yeah. <laughs> because society has the man, the man the child molesters. And you're like, okay, go. You, you're safe. With the fe- but you're not even safe with the, the, the female teachers anymore.
1: No, you're not.
8: Wow. Did I- so that's the bigger issue that we need to look into.
1: Wow. Yeah. But I just want to see how this one is going to play out in court. And you're right, Dre. Um, The texts must have been sent when he was 17, when he or she, the teen, was 17. Because if they were sent at 18 years old that 18 year old is an adult so why then would you charge an a 38 year old for sexting an 18 year old under florida law an 18 year old is an adult so i'm interested to see how this is going to play out and i'm speaking from the, the the um angle of the law do i think that an 18 year old should be with a 38 year old no i really don't think so because that could be, it's like being with your child, right? Whether it's a woman being with a younger person or a man being with a younger person, I think 20 years is a huge gap, but not my business, right? You, you can't say where you find love. What, you know, love is love. Age is just a number, they say. Um, so let me remove my personal preference out of the equation. But as it stands on the, the law, I want to see how this is going to play out in court. All right. I
7: thought it was because of the parents, which is why it got that far, because the parents are the ones who found the messages. Could it be that the parents can um, step in and say, I don't like it, and, and bring a case against the teacher? Is that possible as well, or should we not talk about this anymore?
1: That's a valid... No, but you're raising a valid point, um, Sinat.
8: But at 18, if the, the it doesn't even matter what the parents say if he was 18 at the time.
1: I tell you, that's what I'm looking at. I tell you something, Dre. Let me think back to myself as a child, right? And if my parents said, "Don't talk to so and so," is "Don't talk to so and so." (laughs) Plain and simple, because you knew there were consequences for going against them. So possibly, Sonette, because the laws are a little different here. Their channel is to go through, or take the steps they took. So, but as I, as Dre said, eighteen is eighteen. They're an adult. Let's see. I'm I'm gonna follow it up. I am truly interested in following it up. Following up that case. Um, Georgia father kills one-year-old daughter's mother before fatally shooting the child and turning the gun on himself. A Georgia father fatally shot his one-year-old daughter Sunday morning and then turned the gun on himself. The tragic situation started the day before when 38-year-old Darian Javaris Bennett shot and killed Jakari Bennett's mother at a Covington home on Saturday night. Police arrived at the house where they discovered 38-year-old Kishon Washington dead. Deputies also found the baby's grandmother suffering from multiple gunshot wounds. The woman was taken to an area hospital and listed in critical condition. The grandmother told police that Bennett kidnapped Jakari. The mother's other two children were found inside the home unharmed. The children are not related to Bennett. They were picked up by a member of the family on the night of the shooting, according to the Miami Herald. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation issued an Amber Alert for the missing baby and posted on Facebook that Jakari was last seen in Covington. The post was later updated to report that the baby did not survive the kidnapping. Fox 5 reports that Bennett called the authorities on Sunday morning and said he was outside a church in Riverdale with the baby. He threatened to harm Jakari and himself before shooting the child and then himself the black honda accord that bennett was driving was located in a church parking lot with the door open the car was still at the scene on sunday morning riverdale officers heard the gunshots and found the victim and bennett dead in the woods another tragedy you kill your one-year-old child you kill the mother of your you shoot up the grandmother You kill the mother, you kill your one-year-old child before killing yourself. I don't understand it. And we've heard, how many stories have we heard like this since the year started? Just wiping out everybody before killing themselves. Wiping out their own children. That's the part I don't get. What is going through your mind that would make you say I'm going to point the gun at my child. Took the vic- took the child into the woods. That's like a lamb to the slaughter. That's intentional. If you don't want the baby, take the baby to the fire station but don't kill the children, please. Whatever you have going on, if you can't seek help or you don't think that there's help for you and you think that the the end result, the last resort is to take your own life, take your own life, but leave everybody else alone, please. Urine sensors to be installed on Boston transit elevators, and this is courtesy of Bala Alert. The Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority expects that a new effort to combat public urinating in system elevators with technology will end the problem. This summer, the MBTA will begin a pilot program in which urine detection sensors will be installed in four downtown elevators serving Boston and the surrounding area. According to the Boston Herald, the sensors inform transit ambassadors who can send a cleaning staff. According to MBTA's program or project manager, Megan Collins, the sensors on the top of an elevator has an attached fan that allows them to suck in air and basically smell what is present. In August, the pilot will begin. MBTA hopes that the program will assist with the problem. Collins claims that not only is public urine unsanitary, but it can also cause elevator damage. I think it's just nasty. Wait. I'm sorry. Why can't they just make more bathrooms? That's a problem. Keep your bathrooms clean.
7: People wouldn't... Not, I'm not a person who urines in it anywhere. Right. But it sounds like there's a bigger problem. Yeah, I agree. Like, you're urinating in the in the, in the the elevator because you couldn't get to the toilet? Be, why are people doing that? And you're going to spend money on
1: a... I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uncoordinated and can't speak. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Makes sense, though, Sunette. But I must say this, though. So back in, give you a couple examples. So back in Jamaica, um, where we have our business, um, on the street, right in front of the wall, taxis park there. They're not supposed to park there. Right at, let me tell you, 50 feet, there's a taxi stand. In the facility, there is a restroom. They have restrooms there, right? That is maintained by the parish council. They clean it, so on and so forth. The people will not go to the bathroom and use the bathroom. You know, you know where they use the bathroom? Right along the wall in front of our church. We have the um, Anglican church, and then we have our um, medical plaza, our facility right there they use the bathroom right there right there my mother and i when I, I remember when we i was in jamaica last year and we were walking to go downtown and you actually pass people bent over sitting down peeing against our property nasty the bathroom is right there i have well, seen I people seen
8: those bathroom moments
1: I will say that they're probably not the best, but I must um give commendation where it is due. The counselor tries her best to see to it that it is kept clean. I will say that. I have seen I I'll give you another joke. There's a garbage, there's a skip right there, also on another piece of property that we have next to the plaza. There's a skip right there. People are passing. They don't put the garbage in the skip. They just throw it next to the skip. I have seen people here. The cat, the garbage bin is right there. They don't put the garbage in the bin. They put it next to the bin. so people are nasty yes more bathrooms should be provided but people are nasty
7: i'll tell you a quick thing too yeah if you're driving in san francisco and you get close and you're along the freeway if you see some bottles with some yellow liquid in it oh, don't she... ever touch them Oh, <laughs> Taxi drivers, notorious. During the pandemic, it went down a little bit. But then, as things are coming back, you're seeing those lovely yellow bottles along the freeway at the entrance of, and the on ramps. On and on ramps. That's when you see them.
1: Yeah, because you're right. People are nasty. Yeah. I have gone into bathrooms in nice restaurants. In average restaurants at the mall in the workplace oh I have let's not talk about in corporate I've had to tell women that I'm in the bathroom and "No, no 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 wash your hands wash your hands please wash your hands because then I have to come to your computer if you call me over to review an account no 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 wash your hands that's gross I have told women in the workplace that they're nasty that's gross how can you use the restroom And not wash your hands. And then you're you're touching the door. Nastiness is just prevalent. It's as though it's natural. It's the way of life. People use the restrooms in public places. Don't flush the toilets. They pee on the toilet seats. They don't wipe it up. The pee gets on the floor, they don't clean it up. I have seen some things. I have had to walk, leave the floor where our restroom facility is because I refuse to go in there and walk all the way over to the executive side to use the restroom because people are just nasty. But yet they come to work well-dressed, makeup on, lashes long like they're going to take off of a runway, um, hair well done. But they're nasty. And I say if you do that in public, how do you keep your homes? And that's why I do not participate in potlucks. Sorry, do not ask me to eat from anybody with a potluck. I don't do it. People are nasty. That's why we have diseases. Alabama police shoot and kill suspicious man outside of elementary school. Protocols and drills have been enhanced ever since the devastating tragedy in Uvalde, Texas at Robb Elementary School, which of course we know left 19 children and two teachers dead. In Alabama, police wasted no time responding to a reported suspicious man outside of an elementary school. On Thursday morning, police officers responded to a principal's phone call at Walnut Park Elementary, where it was reported that a man was outside the school and pulled on the door aggressively numerous times. I got a call from the principal, who's really distraught, and I really couldn't make out what was happening, said the superintendent, Tony Reddick, but I knew it was something pretty bad. At the time, the school held 34 children there that were a part of a summer literacy camp. Once the police arrived, there was a physical dispute that involved gunfire, resulting in the suspect being shot and killed. There was no official word on whether the suspect was armed. Reddick says we're just so thankful that none of this involved the children. Everyone followed the safety protocols that we've drilled on. So here is something that I haven't spoken about. I think it's the first I'm going to talk about it really or bring it up as an article. It's the whole US Capitol riot hearings because it's all over media. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Trump, 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 Trump. Okay, so Trump blasts the US Capitol riot hearings as mockery of justice. <laughs> Former President Donald Trump has decried the congressional inquiry into the riot by his supporters last year at the United States Capitol as a mockery of justice in a rambling 12-page missive. Trump said on Monday that instead of focusing on the country's larger problems, the Democratic-led panel was a kangaroo court hoping to distract the American people from the great pain they are experiencing. The truth is that Americans showed up in Washington, D.C. in massive numbers on January 6, 2021 to hold their elected officials accountable for the obvious signs of criminal activity throughout the election. Trump added Trump's comments came following a hearing of the U.S. House Select Committee on the January 6 attack, where the dominant theme was that the former president had been informed by advisers and officials that his 2020 election fraud claims were false. The event is the second out of six hearings that will stretch throughout June to support the case that the riot at the seat of U.S. democracy in Washington, D.C. was the culmination of a seven-step conspiracy by Trump and his inner circle to overturn his defeat to Joe Biden. The committee played multiple videos and presented testimony from several witnesses saying that they told the former president that there was no widespread fraud. Appearing in a pre-recorded deposition at a congressional hearing in the 2021 assault on the U.S. Capitol, former Attorney General William Barr described his then boss as having no interest in the facts that debunked his groundless narrative. I was demoralized because I thought, boy, he's become detached from reality if he really believes the stuff, Barr told the House Committee. When I went into this and would tell him how crazy some of these allegations were, there was never an indication of interest in the actual facts, said Barr, who likened addressing Trump's avalanche of false allegations to playing the game whack-a-mole. Videotaped accounts show campaign manager Bill Stepien saying that he repeatedly counseled Trump not to declare victory on election night because he had not one. But he went ahead anyway. This is a circus, if you ask me. Trump is the main character at the circus. He's the main clown at the circus. He, in my opinion, not to disrespect anyone, those who love him, love him, carry on. But he loves attention. His mother warned us, but we didn't listen, right? Didn't his mother warn us about him, her own son? He's a spoiled child who's accustomed to getting his way. And in true fashion of spoiled children, when they don't get their way, they act out. And they trump up support wherever they can. They crave attention. It makes them feel validated. They carry on. They scream. They yell. They throw tantrums. They, they throw out <laughs> um, speeches that are ludicrous. That's what they do. And he's a clear example of that. He's in his world. And everybody that goes against him, he eliminates them. He gets rid of them. He speaks bad about them. He, he's very malicious when he can't get his own way. And everybody else is an idiot except him. Now, I'm not saying that he's 100% an idiot, I'm not saying that at all. But what he has displayed, I just say, okay, Trump, whatever. It's your world. Do what you want to do. Believe what you want to believe. But don't try to bring us on board with you, right? That's that's how I look at it. Don't know if it's the right way to look at it, but that's how I look at it. Yeah.
7: Did you see any of the hearing? No. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, it's okay. Um. So I watched. I I, I listened to mostly to night one because I was actually on on Clubhouse in a room with some people going over it. And Night One was pretty powerful. Night One gave a really clear picture of how much Trump influenced the Proud Boys and another organization. He basically was telling them to come to, to um, DC. You know, he, he was very creative in the way he said it to them. And but and but they heard that and they came and they fought and they did all that and that was all him reaching out to these people and inviting them to D.C. to support democracy. So I I think it's interesting. So I'm paying attention to it and I'm following along. I missed yesterday's hearing. It was prime. It was early. It was like I don't even know what time. I was at work, so I couldn't watch it. Right. Um, but I heard some about it and I heard um Bill Barr's um interview. Um he's he's not a, he's not a prize himself, but for this he stood up and he spoke um his truth about yeah. how much he tried to tell tell um Agent Orange forty five um <laughs> about himself. But um that's what one of my friends calls him I, <laughs> and I absolutely adore it. Um <laughs> said it again, Genson, what 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 is she calls him Agent Orange 45. Oh, she tries to not use his name, which is, it's funny, oh, disrespectful, and just interesting all at once. Um, but it, it is an interesting um, committee. I would like to see what happens in the end. I'm afraid that, honestly, I'm afraid that it won't come too much um they've tried to prosecute a few people i do not believe trump will ever be prosecuted yeah i would like to see him prosecuted and so that he can't run next um next term yeah Yeah, but unfortunately i don't think that will happen and i think he's gonna run again and and americans full-on racists are gonna jump on bandwagon and 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 get him so um i forget who always takes the plan somebody always says hey plan your exit um (laughs) Not a bad idea if you can do it start making those plans looking out. Um, but yeah, that's I'm done speaking for now. Time to get ready.
1: I have to agree with you, sonnette. I have to um he's in my he's delusional. in my mind, he's delusional. That's all I'm gonna say about him. Go right ahead, dre
8: is his um fan base as I call him, is delusional too because <laughs> I, I I'm listening to NPR. And I've seen grown people cry, cry how they cheat the election, how they stole the election from Trump. And these people are educated people too. So this is, Well, yeah, on paper, I should say. <laughs> so, i <laughs> mentioned planning your exit. I was this a nice city. Um... The San Jose called Escazú in Costa Rica.
1: Escazú, so beautiful city, right?
8: Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you know, you guys can start planning the exit because if him win again, it would show me what this country really is. And which they're showing themselves already, but not even waiting for him to win. If if him run again and he gets a lot of support, it, it would be so disappointing. The, the, this country lose all its moral values. Yeah.
1: haven't we lost them already (laughs) haven't we lost them already this will show more this This will
8: show more
1: okay it's like putting the seal on the envelope
8: exactly putting
1: the lid on the jar okay (laughs) Trump world yeah that's what we're in it's time for us to take another break those were our stories out of north america coming up after the music break we do have business and tech news health and science news but before that here's a little music oh but you know um dre i'm going to costa rica for my 50th next year so yeah
8: oh yeah um uh, I'm, I'm planning a trip this year um two particular cities I'm interested in seeing because, uh, yeah, I'm planning my exit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> sounds like you're on the same wavelength as
8: Yeah, me, you uh, know? looking into Costa Rica, looking into Panama. I've been to Panama already, haven't been to Costa Rica yet, just doing a lot of reading. And, um, yeah, I'm going to, to look and see what's going on over there.
1: Went to Panama um, years ago. We have family there. Um, we have, my dad has a cousin. I don't even know if he's still alive. I really don't know. That's the truth because you know, you don't really keep in touch with family when you're spread all over the globe. But um I remember when I went to Panama, beautiful country, I must say. Um we went he he was one of the engineers that worked at the Panama Canal. We got the opportunity to get into the room to see how the locks are operated. It was really cool, really really cool. Panama is nice. I like it there too. Yeah, yeah.
8: So
1: I haven't been to Belize. I have Belize. I want to yes, go in to tell you. Yes, check that one out too. My dad has a sister there. Um his on his dad's side, on his father's side, his wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's the last sister. She's the last child on my father's side. His father's side rather, those siblings. She um lives there in Belize. She's been there. Um, for many many years her and her husband and their two sons so one day i'll get to belize one day i hear it's beautiful so i'm gonna check that out but i'm totally in love with with costa rica definitely um i hear nicaragua has some nice places too don't be fooled don't be misled they say by what you hear in media they do say there are some nice and i think there is a jamaican um, contingency in nicaragua if i'm not mistaken so yeah a lot to check out but yeah heading to costa rica for my 50th birthday yep can't wait and now it is time for a little more music here is the best day of my life
2: de tu nave.
1: to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in Tall World News on the Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views follow me on twitter at me media moments on instagram at moments with me media and don't forget to check out our youtube channel subscribe like share comment and click on that notification bell moments with me media you just heard from american authors best day of my life and louis Fonsi featuring daddy yankee despacito And now it is time for business news. Amazon is being sued by its Prime members for ending free whole foods delivery service. Amazon Prime members are suing the company for canceling the free Delivery service. Why are you doing that, Amazon? In 2018, Amazon introduced the free two-hour delivery on Whole Foods groceries for Prime members. The offer was available for orders that totaled more than $35. However, in October 2021, Amazon ended the bid and increased delivery fees to $9.95. One class action lawsuit states Amazon engaged in unfair business practices, breached its duty of good faith, and deprived Prime members of the benefit of their bargain by making the change. The plaintiffs say the company should have reduced the Prime membership cost. They even suggested refunding Prime members after the offer was eliminated. Individuals signed up for the benefit of Amazon Prime to provide free whole foods delivery. At a time, when most were avoiding going to stores and still do, an attorney representing, the plaintiffs say. Another lawsuit filed in June claims Amazon misled customers with false representations of free delivery and free two-hour grocery delivery. According to the case, Amazon used a tactic called drip pricing. The marketing plan occurs when only one part of a product's price is revealed at first. Meanwhile, other fees remain hidden until the end of the purchasing process. Amazon engages in a bait and switch advertising scheme. They're not the only ones who do it. The suit says, by not disclosing the 9.95 service fee and the advertised price of the Whole Foods grocery items. Amazon advertises groceries from Whole Foods at a certain price. Then, Tax on a mandatory service fee later in the ordering process after the consumer is already invested in the ordering process. Amazon's Prime subscriptions have become more expensive throughout the years. In March, Amazon increased its annual membership from $119 to $139. They also raised their monthly membership from $12.99. $14.99 To $14.99 is Amazon the only company guilty of bait and switch no many companies do it they have to catch your attention and then you ever notice the fine print you can't read it or toward the end of the, the commercial <laughs> what the heck did they just say You can't make it out. All companies do it. Am I trying to justify Amazon doing it? No. No, I'm not at all. But what I would say is companies need to review their marketing strategies. If you believe in your product, if you stand behind your product, whether it's a good or a service, stand up to the value of it. Right? Don't trick people into becoming customers. If I'm selling a t-shirt for $50, it's $50. It's not going to be $35 or 45 It's $50. Because I can stand behind the quality of the t-shirts that I produce. And yes, my t-shirts are expensive. I will, be, I will let you know. Because the quality I do not skimp on. I don't skimp on the quality of the, the material. It's painful, yes, to try to source the product. And I've had to put my t shirts on hold because I can't get the product. And people have said to me, well, just get the, the Gildan or the. No, I'm not doing it. I am not going to sacrifice quality just to make a dollar. I'm not doing it. That's not who I am. I'm not going to scringe on the quality of the vinyl that I use either. That's important. Quality is important. So if you can stand behind the quality of your product, whether it's a good or a service, charge your price. And those who find value in quality will pay for it. You don't have to pull the wool over the sheep's eye. You don't have to do that. Be honest and be forthcoming. You don't have to do bait and switch. And for the size of your company and understanding human behavior, that we want things and we want it now. We want ease of access. We want to be able to... Shop from the comfort of our homes. People are gonna pay anyway. If shipping is free, make sure it's free. If there's anything, make it clear. But people will say, Well, that's not good for marketing. I wish O'Neill was there right now. People might say, Oh, that's not good for marketing because you know it's it, you know, people might be dissuaded. Well, cheaper isn't always better, they say, right? Yeah. But um think about that for a second. So let's see how this lawsuit um will pan out in court. Do we think um Amazon is gonna have to pay up? Or are they gonna walk away scotch free? Is it scotch free or scot free? What's the right thing? I grew up hearing scotch free. What's the right term? Scot free. Scot free. Scott or scotch, which I'll say it again.
9: Scott. Scott
1: Scott S-C-O-T-T. Okay.
9: Thank you. So good morning everyone. So what I think is this, so, cause I, I exclusively shop online for my groceries. So, um, I don't think that Amazon is as bad as, um, other companies like, so what other companies do is kind of like Uber eats. So you get like a different price for the same item. If you order it through the app, As you would in store Amazon is pretty much uh, well Whole Foods is pretty much the same price in store as if you order it online so they do mark up uh, so you do have to pay for shipping but they have two different types and I've ordered from both Um, they have like uh, like a cheaper uh, less expensive product and then they have like a premium product and that's when you pay The premium one is when you get free shipping, but the groceries are a little bit expensive. And so the cheaper option has like, you know, Walmart, like the food that you would get at Walmart type, and that's $9.95. So because they offer two options for like two different consumers, I don't think they're gonna end up having to pay, but um, other grocery companies, what they do is they mark up all their groceries and they have quote unquote free shipping, or you pay like a um, hundred dollar, you know, uh, a year fee. But you do pay, you know, all each item is 10, 15 percent more than you would normally do. For me, I live in the city. I don't have a car. Um, I live in a third floor walk up. For me, it's convenient, and for a lot of people, it's convenient. But I mean, if you have a car, so this doesn't affect everybody, but um things like this this definitely affects me especially like with higher prices of groceries you know I know I definitely noticed I I was paying more but it still kind of outweighs me you know having to leave my house and it's just I'm willing to pay for the convenience but if these costs keep going up Maybe I won't be able to afford it, but I don't I don't know if they'll win. Like I said, they have two separate options and they do have like a cheaper option with like um lesser quality, non-organic and stuff like that to kind of cater to people on that sort of budget.
1: Okay. Thank you, Sin. Let me ask you a question, Sin. As a consumer, what would your preference be? Would you prefer to pay the addition you're buying the goods you're you know yes I can get this for cheaper here XYZ and then you get to the end and you see the shipping charge right and you can pick how you want the product shipped to you whether you want same day next day standard yada yada yada, yeah, right um do you prefer to see that at the end or would you prefer for the shipping cost to be spread throughout the, the 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 price of the goods? And then at the end, it's free shipping. What's your preference?
9: I would like to just see nine 95, but I know the difference because like each item, like when I get on like, um, what's the other one? Uh, I, I forgot the other service. Each item is like a dollar. <laughs> so, um, if you're buying a lot of items it gets really expensive but if you're not buying too many items it's it's not that bad so it just depends on how many items you're getting but i kind of like to see 995 because i would like to think but this is me and my naivete that um the driver is getting at least 40 percent of that is what i'm hoping whereas if it's spread throughout the groceries i don't know what he's necessarily getting so I do think about like with the driver uh with the person picking out the groceries and, and driving my food I do think about like y- you know I I think if they spread it out throughout the groceries I I think it's like an excuse to pay them less but I could be completely off I I don't know how they pay the drivers
1: okay I see what you're saying and what you're saying makes absolute sense okay got it
5: Run rising, everyone. Run good rising. morning
1: Afu. how are you I'm good. Yeah. All right. So, no let up in crypto slide. Bitcoin at 18 month low, courtesy of Al Jazeera. Cryptocurrencies tumbled afresh on Tuesday with Bitcoin and Ether falling to a new 18 month low after major cryptocurrency lending company Celsius Networks freezing of withdrawals delivered the latest jolt to investors in the asset class bitcoin fell as much as 7.2 percent to twenty thousand eight hundred and sixteen dollars its lowest since december 2020 extending monday's 15 percent plunge the world's largest cryptocurrency is down more than 50 percent year to date and 28% since Friday. Number two token Ether or Ether lost as much as 10% to $1,075, its lowest since January 2021. And smaller tokens have taken even more of a battering. The sell off was a result of Celsius' suspension of withdrawals and Friday's high U.S. inflation data driving expectations of sharper interest rate rises from the Federal Reserve said Singapore-based fund manager QCP Capital in a note. The market is now panicking about the impact and contagion if Celsius becomes insolvent, QCP said. The Celsius move triggered a slide across cryptocurrencies with their value dropping below $1 trillion on Monday for the first time since January 2021, sparking worries the route might spill over into other assets or hit other companies. Almost anything can be systemic in crypto because the whole space is over levered, said Corey Clipston, chief executive of Swan Bitcoin, a Bitcoin savings platform. It's all a house of cards. Celsius said in a blog post published in Asia Hours on Monday, citing extreme market conditions that it had frozen withdrawals and transfers between accounts to stabilize liquidity and operations while we take steps to preserve and protect assets. New Jersey-based Celsius, which has approximately $11.8 billion in assets, offers interest-bearing products to customers who deposit cryptocurrencies with its platform. It then lends out cryptocurrencies to earn a return. Crypto has become more emblematic of a flight from speculative investments as monetary policy is tightened around the world to fight price pressures, draining liquidity from global markets. Asset classes across the board have also been shaken by higher inflation as investors dumped risky assets. The S&P index has fallen for four straight days, with the benchmark now down more than 20% from its most recent record closing high to confirm a bear market according to a commonly used definition. Cryptocurrency stocks have been particularly hit Hard. Crypto Bank Silvergate Capital shares closed down 16.7% on Monday. BTC buyer and business intelligence software provider MicroStrategy tumbled 25.2% and Crypto Exchange Coinbase Global lost 11.4%. In health and science news, health officials confirmed two strange, strains of monkeypox circulating in the U.S., Recent genetic analysis of monkeypox cases in the United States revealed that two distinct strains of the virus are circulating. Health officials fear it has been spreading undetected for some time. Many of the cases tested showed they were part of the same strain as the recent European cases, but a few samples showed a different strain. Both cases were seen in the U.S. last year before the recent international outbreak was discovered. Jennifer McQuiston of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says more testing is needed to determine how long monkeypox has been spreading in the U.S. and the analysis will need to come from many more patients. I think it's certainly possible that there could have been monkeypox cases in the U.S. that went under the radar previously, but not to any great degree, she said. The new data means the outbreak will likely be difficult to bring under control. It's unclear how long infections have been happening, where they have occurred, and some infections may have been misdiagnosed. Two new cases were confirmed by Massachusetts public health officials on Sunday. According to the CDC website, there have been 49 confirmed cases in the U.S. this year. According to the CDC, symptoms of monkeypox include fever, headache, sore throat, swollen lymph nodes, rashes and rash lesions. Rash lesions may present as a single lesion or many lesions. Patients typically recover in 2 to 4 weeks. So far, there have been no monkeypox related deaths in the US. Remember when um COVID came to the forefront? It was here it was here in the US before it was revealed up there in um what state was it Washington state up in the city I think was Seattle was it Washington yes, you're right yeah you're correct it was here before but nobody paid any attention to it nobody paid attention to it until so it was here in 2019 hence the name covid 19 it didn't break out in the u.s in 2020 go right I think someone opened their mic go right ahead
8: Oh yeah, no, I was just saying um uh you guys remember that uh vehicle that uh I think it was Overturn and a monkey um escape a couple months ago? No, I
1: don't I I I don't remember that. Go go ahead. Go oh ahead. really? I don't remember Yeah, it was all
8: over the yeah, it was all over the news, the clubhouse stuff like that. But I don't I do not really listen to the news like that, but yeah. Uh, all over Clubhouse. I even look into it, um some I think it was some van overturn or something like that, and some monkey escape. So uh, that was like a couple months ago, though. So hey, just saying, you know, just saying.
1: (laughs) All right. Thank you, Apple. So a sponge may not be the most hygienic way to clean your dishes, study suggests. But there's an alternative, and this is from CNN Health. Kitchen sponges harbor more bacteria than kitchen brushes which may be a more hygienic way to clean your dishes, according to researchers in Norway. Salmonella and other bacteria grow and survive better in sponges than in brushes. The reason is that sponges in daily use never dry up. Wow. Never thought about that. A single sponge can harbor a higher number of bacteria than there are people on Earth. Wow. While many bacteria are not harmful, those that are like salmonella can spread from sponges to hands, kitchen surfaces, and equipment that potentially make people sick, he said. While study authors recommended the bristles of a brush over the squish of a sponge, a professor of microbiology at the University of Nottingham, Kath Rees, who was not involved in the research said she would continue using a sponge to wash dishes for her the key takeaway was that drying dish sponges and cloths between use was a good idea so I'm Jamaican yes we have a dishwasher yes the dishwasher works do I use the dishwasher rarely I'm a hand washer I believe in scrubbing those dishes I think there is no better way to wash a dish Than to wash it with your hands and that sponge. But I do clean my sponges. You wash them out when you're finished. Hot water, soap, vinegar, sometimes bleach. I don't know. Still alive. (laughs) Go ahead, naturalist.
6: (laughs) I just talked about dishwasher. You know, I got an argument the other night. Why do I have to pre-wash the dish before I push it in the dishwasher? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> is this, that's what dishwasher, dishwasher is for. Nah, it, it ain't gonna come out clean. So why not use use your hand? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I tell you, man. I, 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 I Yeah. I, I got sponge and I, and I and, you know, I got I got um, these are these are the brushes also. And you're absolutely right. That sponge is always wet. Now I'm going to, have to reevaluate my, my, my <laughs> sponges.
1: Probably use two sponges naturally. So allowing one to dry while you use the other one. But yeah, I have found that even though um, these products that you put in the dishwasher claim to remove residue, things still come out not 100% clean. So I, if I am going to use the dishwasher, and I usually use it if we're entertaining, right? So trying to take some of the load off myself i pre-wash before i put it in the dishwasher which it makes no sense but yeah um so i do have a dish drain basket on our kitchen counter next to the sink stays there sorry that's that's the jamaican in me and i have my dish cloths that i cover with and um when i'm before packing the dry things away i wipe them off too, shine them especially like cutlery and the glass you rub them down make sure no watermarks yeah I guess this is Jamaican in me. And Good morning. Good morning, Rosola. You're breaking up.
7: <laughs> yeah,
1: you're. You, it's really bad. You're in the uh-huh. matrix. Find a different location. Turn. Turn to the right. Turn again. Turn again. <laughs> yeah, we're not hearing anything you're saying, Rosola. Not a thing. Sorry, sorry about that. Definitely not hearing anything. Alright, so we're gonna take another quick music break when we return. It's Sports Caribbean Corner and news out of Latin America. Here is some Gwen Stefani, the sweet escape. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee in Toll, World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. The- Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at MeMediaMoments. Blood- on Instagram, at MomentsWithMeMedia. And check out our YouTube channel, Moments With Me Media. Share, likes, subscribe, comment, click on that notification bell. You just heard from Gwen Stefani featuring Akon, The Sweet Escape. And now you're listening to Imagine Dragons, Believer. Thank you again. Oh, my throat. Thank you again to everyone here with me. And now it is time for sports news. WNBA team meets U.S. officials over Britney Griner Russia arrest. And this comes to us courtesy of Al Jazeera. Members of the Women's National Basketball Association, WNBA, Phoenix Mercury, have met the U.S. State Department to discuss fellow player Britney Griner's months long imprisonment in Russia. The State Department confirmed the meeting on Monday, saying it included officials from its office that advocates for hostages and wrongfully arrested Americans. Greiner was arrested in an airport in Moscow back on February 17 after Russian authorities said they found a vape cartridge containing a cannabis derivative in her bag. We're here to do whatever we can to amplify and keep BG at the forefront which is more important than any basketball game and anything else that's going on in our lives. Mercury star Diana Taurasi said in a statement released by the team, We want BG to come home as soon as, as, soon as possible. It's number one on our list. In May, the State Department reclassified Griner as wrongfully arrested and transferred oversight her case to the State Department Presidential Envoy for Hostage Affairs, or SPIHA. The administration of President Joe Biden has previously said that it is working to bring Griner and another American Michigan corporate security executive, Paul Whelan, home from Russia. However, her detention came just days before Russia invaded Ukraine on February 24, tanking relations between Washington and Moscow. Griner, who plays for the WNBA's Phoenix Mercury, was in Russia to play club basketball before the U.S. season resumed, a common practice for players who can earn much higher salaries in foreign leagues than on domestic teams. State Department officials have so far reported that Griner remains in good condition, but have called for more access to her. Her fellow uh, players have been able to send emails and letters through an account her agent set up, and this is according to the Associated Press. Griner earned more than 1 million dollars per season playing in Russia more than quadruple her WNBA salary. Make that make sense. Why are you making $250,000 as an NBA player, WNBA player because four times that gives you a million. Am I is my math correct? Quadruple is 4, right? So 4 times $250,000 is a million dollars and she gets that per season in Russia. But in the States, she only gets $250,000? That can't be right. That can't be right. Nah, that can't be right. In that case, why would I need to be a part of the WNBA? I'd rather go overseas and play. Is that really what the salary for WNBA players is? That can't be right. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. Yes, I know. The, the concern is that she's over there. And the concern is to bring her back. But I'm sorry. I'm stuck on how much they're paid. I do apologize. Forgive me for a second. You know I'm going to um, WNBA salary. WNBA salary. I, I need to know. That, that can be right. That really can be right. The average WNBA salary per Google $128,369. Even the, versus, do- the NBA versus the NBA. Versus the NBA. NBA. Yeah. Because listen to this. So the average NWNBA salary is 128369 According to her Hoopstats.com, even the WNBA's highest paid Players in 2021 only made 221,430 dollars. Steph Curry, the NBA's top earner, has a player salary of more than 45 million dollars. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I wasn't playing for that. I'm sorry. No, not playing for that. Keep y'all 128 thousand dollars.
8: What's the ticket sales like and the the
10: the crowd that they pull? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like we, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, and yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's not the WNBA's fault. I think Americans need to start stepping up and supporting because the, the reason why the, the NBA players get that money is because the, the, the franchise makes triple or more than triple whatever Steph Curry is making. Okay, so, so for example, Golden State. When Steph Curry um, went to Golden State, they were valued um, a few billion dollars. I know they are the top. I think the only. I think they surpass um, the Lakers now. If I if I if I'm correct, are they are close to the Lakers' earnings? So it's the value that Steph Curry brings to to the Golden State. So I believe that if Americans, in particular, like women that talk about equal pay and stuff like that, women need to start supporting the WNBA more um so if because like if if like say like the 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 female team for golden state if they can fill out oracle arena then the the pay would would skyrocket but they're not filling it and and it's it's you know because of people are not supporting it so i think we have to look at it from that perspective
1: it makes sense what you're saying james i want to not look at that for me I
7: don't look at Seth Curry because he says he's different. Look at the
1: junior NBA player versus a top WNBA player. That's the correct, the, correspondent the difference.: one is um, You, you we can topic. hardly hear you, Sinead. Can hardly hear you. Is it, Sinec? yeah, you can hardly hear you, Son. And it's cracking up a little bit. Go again, it. Try again. Try again.
7: I'm, I don't have good
10: service here. It's okay. I'll come to you. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I think she was trying to make a point about the G League.
1: Yeah, yeah.
10: But the, but the difference with the G League is that, like, about 25% of, of players that go in the G League are going to end up playing for an NBA team. So it's... And, and G League, they don't make a lot of money. G League... Um, players make under a million dollars. There, there are players that are on, on NBA um, teams that make, like, $2 million, like, um, for players that get, like, the minimum. So it's not like Steph Curry on Golden State. He's making more than um, what, almost what everyone else is making combined. I think the only person that's make close to what Steph Curry's making is Andrew Wiggins. And because his contract was... was um, big from um, Timberwolves, so, but most of the other players, they're not making, like, some make five million dollars, some make three, so it's not, not everybody makes 40 million dollars. That's, so, That's my point. I'm sorry, I hope you can hear me. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, point is, we can't compare, that, sorry, compare a lower
7: these person to a woman to get a hundred and something thousand versus one
1: million dollars for being a bad male player. That's not that. fair, yeah.
10: Yeah, but moments, that's what I'm saying. Like
1: the like we, we would have
10: we'd have like reasonable ground, like, okay, so if it if they make it more appealing, like more crowd support, because the more crowd support goes there, then um the media is going to look at it and they're gonna pay for media media rights. The same way they play they pay for like um the the, the European League, they, they pay for NBA, those that's how the, the the companies make money. So if none of those um games are televised. And making billions of dollars from these major networks they can't pay them so that's the thing Me going across the street so on the on the other street behind me
1: in my community one of the um, there's a bench player for Miami heat that lives here I'm gonna go over there and fast as business he's he came he's from um, France he's a black guy I'm going to go fast in this business because I'm looking here. now. NBA minimum salaries for 2019, 2020. And, uh, I'm sorry, November 10, 2020, this report came out. Minimum salaries for NBA minimum $1.4 million. And they're sitting on the bench that part. So I agree with Sunet. And I get what you're saying, James. I Believe you me, I get what you're saying. But we would not have WNBA teams if it were not a profitable business. So let's keep that real. Let, let's be real about it. The WNBA would not exist if it were not profitable. So the owners of WNBA teams are making the money. The players are not being paid. The games are on TV, and I'm not going to say that the ticket sales are in comparison or we can compare them in any way to the ticket sales of the NBA. I, I'm not going to say that because the truth is I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, nor do I have the numbers in terms of um, merch sold. I don't have that either. But I, I know for a fact, from a business standpoint, nobody's going to keep a team if it's not profitable there has to be profit coming from somewhere
10: yeah but it but it's like comparing a mom-and-pop business to like a a, a a multinational conglomerate you know so so that's the thing that they're, they're making money but in comparison to what they're making from the, the, the NBA it's it's there's no comparison and I would I would urge you to go to a game go to a double NBA game like uh, like tickets you, you can probably buy one get one free like james. ten dollars like like yes so like me, i'm gonna hold support. on
1: james hold on to that let me read something for you i want to throw this at you james a water boy in the nba can get a hundred thousand dollars a year the water boy in the nba carry on
10: what what is he doing making the water <laughs>
1: Minimum pay for a water boy just starting out, $58,000. Damn, sign me up. Sign me up. I want to go be a water boy, but I want $100,000. Sign me up. I will run that water back and forth. You need water? Yes, I got you. Water boy makes $100,000. $100,000 as a water boy, but the WNBA player 200 200- get out of here with that get out of here with that and you're going to tell me them getting 200 and something thousand dollars is justifiable water boy James
10: yeah, Marlon? Back, I'm, I'm th-
1: quitting my job as a housewife and no, everything I, else I, I, I do I quit,
10: I quit. I understand, you know, like remember, as I said, like okay, like like the Toronto Raptors team, like in in the past, like five or so years, um, they went they went up by about five to eight billion dollars. in 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 profit, and so like if if you have a team like that, because I know like that team, like the the, the DJ and and everybody that work in the organization, they get they get good pay because it's justifiable because in 5 years the the, the the value went from something like 2 billion dollars to about 10 or something like that in in about 5 years and when they win the championship like it it, it skyrocketed so it's justifiable like if, if you're in a company and the company is making billions of dollars you'd want that company to to reward even the the, the person that's cleaning the bathroom should should be making 100,000 dollars but if you're running a, a, another company and you're barely breaking even or you're not making billions, then you have to pay them in proportion to, to whatever you're making. So you can't pay them the same as a company that's r- like raking in billions of dollars. So I, I understand the sentiments behind it and it, it, it look bad. But I believe that if people support more, then the same way like how, you know, people go watch Serena Williams and and, and fill out a... a a stadium and watch Serena and Venus and, and those ladies playing and they're making they're making millions of dollars. The same way people should get up and go watch um, the WNBA and then when we can see full arenas and we can see lucrative contract and they're not paying them in, in comparison to, to the male, then we can complain. Thank you for empathizing, James. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your empathy.
1: Yes. I feel away I feel away. You can go to Russia and earn a million dollars per season, but here in the US you own she's only getting 200 and something thousand dollars.
10: Moments watch the games in Russia. They're full stadiums. Watch it. I'm telling you do your research. compared to the US. My watch backs. it.
1: My backs. Anyway. Watch it.
10: even in, even in China. Watch it. Watch how like the NBA players you, go, you, you look at the games in China and it's like you're, you're watching the NBA full. So, yeah. Anyway, this is my last day
1: doing coffee in tour because I'm going to go work as a water girl for the Miami <laughs> Heat. I mean, no, I'm going to get the job. <laughs> because this is ridiculous. $100,000. And that was back in 2021. So more than likely, you're making more. And probably with another team, I could make more as a water girl, right? wow wow ah talk about inequality but anyway let me keep it moving how australia got the bet of peru in world cup playoff out of doha qatar australia sealed its place in the 2022 world cup after winning the intercontinental playoff against peru on monday evening in a thrilling match. In a nail-biting finish at the Ahmad bin Ali Stadium in Qatar, Australia won 5-4 in a penalty shootout, edging out crowd favorites, Peru. Peru. More than 10,000 Peruvian fans attended the stadium, some having flown halfway across the world for the game that the Peru coach had described as the match of our lives. Peruvian fans were singing and dancing during the match, which went on for 120 minutes and 10 penalty kicks. A small portion of the crowd stayed back well after the game to show their appreciation for the players despite the loss. Next time, Peru, never mind. Well, Costa Rica versus New Zealand today, 1 p.m., 6 o'clock England time. Makes it 1 o'clock our time, right? I think I got my math right. Final World Cup spot up for grabs. Yep, that goes down in Qatar today. Don't miss it if you're a soccer fan. New Zealand and Costa Rica will fight it out for the final World Cup 2022 spot in Doha on Tuesday in what will be the last match of the extended qualifying campaign for the 2022 World Cup that kicks off in November. The winners of the match taking place at the stadium will return to Qatar for the tournament to play in Group E, joining Germany, Japan and Spain. Costa Rica is ranked 31, while New Zealand sits at 101 in the FIFA rankings. Costa Rica previously qualified for five World Cups back in 1990, 2002, 2006, 2014, and 2018. New Zealand, also known as the All Whites, have participated in the tournament in 1982 and 2010. Why did they call it the All Whites? I don't know. No one asked. Um, but my my um. Hope is that Costa Rica will come out victorious. That's it. So, Celtics ripped by experts for fourth quarter meltdown in game five, lost to Warriors. When the Boston Celtics look back on game five of the 2022 NBA Finals, the team will not be happy with its fourth quarter performance. Boston fell to the Golden State Warriors 104-94 at Chase Center after an implosion. In the final frame to fall behind 3 2 in the series. The Celtics had used an impressive third quarter to run to overcome a 12 point halftime deficit, only to squander it with just 20 points in the fourth quarter. It was a disappointing finish after a strong comeback for Boston. The Celtics shot 4 of 15 from the field and 2 of 8 from three point range in the fourth quarter. Experts and critics online. Did not hold back on their assessment of Boston's late game collapse. And here are some of the con- comments. Tim Bontem said, The Celtics are self destructing here. Chris Mannix, Celtics have hit that dreaded 16 turnover mark. Golden State has 22 points off those turnovers. Boston starting to implode in the fourth. Full dissident said, The Celtics led 74 72 with 3.5 seconds left in the third. Pool hit a buzzer. Prayer three to end the third. They've scored five points in the entire fourth quarter. Michael Hurley said Celtics just can't really put together fourth championship caliber quarters in the same game. Even in the two games they've won. It's an issue. One great quarter tonight, two butts. Another nightmarish offensive, fourth for the Celtics, said Wansey Lambert. Jay King said two Derek White. Miss three pointers. Marcus Smart drives to the rim and can't convert Tatum travels while trying to get to the hoop. The Celtics give up a quick 7-0 run to start the fourth. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how are we feeling? Three, two. Warriors up. Are we still batting our nails or do we think it's cruise to the finish line for the Warriors? What are we looking out for? It's too
10: early for this. It's just too early. Never too early. <laughs> it's too early
1: in the morning. I just woke up. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Um. Oh. oh, good. Somebody called James right on time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. What? Uh, when's the next game? When's the next game?
10: Uh. I think... We- Oh, James is back. I think it's Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday. Um, Thursday, I think. But but moments. What did yes. I tell you yesterday? Yes, 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 yes. I'm yes. not right? I, ah, I told you that. Yi, yi. I told you that Andrew Wiggins and and Clay is gonna is gonna um destroy them, because. You know it, Boston is not playing bad, but they're playing against an experienced coach, and and you know Clay's experience. Um, Steph's experience, and everybody knew, like all the analysts uh-huh. knew yesterday that you know, they were trying, because the, the, what they were trying to do before with the, the, the other games, they were, go- they were saying like, okay, Steph is going to get his, but the other players are not playing well, so we're going to allow Steph Curry to get his. So they, they did that for the, the, the couple of games and Steph Curry went and got his and, and they won. Mm-hmm. So now they reversed the strategy and said they're going to trap Steph, and and try, and the other players are going to have to beat them. And Andrew Wiggins stepped stepped up, which, you know, they're surprised because uh, they, they they didn't think that Andrew Wiggins would have enough energy because he's he's guarding um Tatum, mm-hmm. and he's grabbing all that rebound. But he stepped up, Clay stepped up, and Clay Clay didn't even have a a, a big game yet, because 20 is not a big game for Clay. So. You know, game six clay? Thirty-five. Mm. So 35. So experience trumps hunger. Well, it's not it's not hunger. Like Boston is more talented and they're more athletic. But um the experience, like just being in a in a playoff situation, trying to win the championship, like just being like like a free like doing a free throw, mm-hmm. like can be like like, mind-boggling, like, you're standing there, especially if you're in, in the opposing um, arena and they're, and they're, like, booing you or whatever and you're at the line um, trying to, to make two free throws. Like, if you don't have the experience, never been to the finals before, it's not, a, <clears throat> sorry, it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah. So, Boston is getting the experience now. They still could win. They
1: still but can win. We're not going to rule still them could out. Win.
10: Yeah, they still could win because they're, they're, they're the more talented team. But it's just the experience, like the experience in the coaching and the experience in the players.
1: I remember you did say, James, that this is a game of the coaches. I remember you saying this. Yeah. It's a matchup of coaches, and it's the better coach that's going to come out, Victorious. I remember you um, saying that. I think Marlon supported you on that. He's not here, but um, yeah. All right. Let's see.
4: I'm here.
1: Oh, you bet. See, I could have been talking about you. You sitting there silent, creeping in. Go ahead.
6: hmm <laughs> I know. Anyway, I'm coaching, so I mean, they switch up a lot of stuff. Um especially not this game just past the other one. Um Golden States switch up a lot, you know, so and they and they keep the pressure on and this one too, so James is right man it's all about the coaching yes experience have a lot to do with it but the coaching is big so
1: all right thank you gentlemen appreciate your feedback don't worry Lisa I'm still gonna be here to support you don't worry as much as I'm rooting for you know my money's on the Warriors I got you girl don't worry and now it is time for Caribbean corner to offer services at Diaspora Conference, and this is courtesy of the Jamaica Gleno. Jamaicans across the Diaspora will be able to access the services of the Passport, Immigration and Citizenship Agency PICA, including application and renewal of documents during the three-day Jamaica 60 Diaspora Conference, which gets underway tomorrow. PICA is among 11 government agencies, along with private sector entities, that will offer fast-tracked and other services and information to all registered participants during the hours of um, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily at the conference's virtual marketplace. This year's staging of the Diaspora Conference will be in hybrid format and persons will be required to register to join virtually chief executive officer of pika andrew winter said that the agency's participation in the conference is part of its diaspora strategy aimed at engaging with jamaicans overseas on its immigration and citizenship products and services excuse me by participating in the diaspora conference we are able to now showcase these products to jamaicans in the diaspora and advise them on how they can reconnect re-engage with the country And have a seamless return without any problems and I'm glad this article presented itself yeah because at a time Sonette you said it earlier you know we probably need to really think about our roots where we're from and probably you know reestablishing those connections because things are looking a little uncertain here in the Grand USA Um, check it out P I C A um go online let me see here if there is more i'm gonna have to dig up some more information on it for you but definitely check it out um everyone should be able to access the website and the virtual experience because it is supposed to be rich with information as to how to renew your passport if you want your children to become citizens they can obtain or obtain their citizenship by descent um you can check get information on that. I, I say this. If you're a Jamaican, your children should be citizens of Jamaica. Yeah. I made sure all my children are citizens, even though they were born here. Yeah, it's very important. You don't want to play around with that. I implore you all to get that done. So check it out. P-I-C-A, Diaspora Conference, okay? And it is being convened by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Foreign Trade. So all the information is there. Pass the information on, folks. If you have an pa- expired passport, check it out. You have children and you want them to have legacy, check it out. Please. Go right ahead. I know someone opened their mic. Marlon, are you going
7: to speak? I have a question.
1: I think Marlon's um, so I mic is open by mistake. Marlon, your mic um,
6: is open. I'm sorry sorry I'm sorry
7: no worries but I have a question are you this is one of the things that I don't know and I keep on to look and I keep forgetting to, to look are you allowed dual citizenship in the US because if you're a US citizen don't you lose your Jamaican question really honestly asking
1: really honestly though,
8: though you're always a Jamaican citizen no you don't um, you're, you're always a citizen of the, the country where you're born so basically, yes, you're American citizen first as a naturalized citizen, but if you're born in Jamaica, you can just always go back and um get back all your documents and it doesn't affect your American citizenship. And that's with most countries.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Joy. Thank you for explaining that for me. Yeah. So um I know there was a time so when it was, um, a lot of people got rid of their Jamaican citizenship because you were told you could only be a U.S. citizen.
8: Technically, you are. So, so if you're traveling, right, the first the first passport that they that 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 uh, that's going to be recognized is the United States passport. But when you go back home, so if you travel to Jamaica, right,
1: present your Jamaican passport. Not,
8: no, you, you use your United States passport. When you go to, to, to Jamaica now and start to conduct business in Jamaica, then you use your Jamaican documents if you have all those. stuff.
1: So here's the thing, Drake.
8: That's Dre. That, that's
1: here's the thing. When you land in Jamaica and you present your U.S. passport, they limit the amount of time you can stay for. When you present your Jamaican passport, your stay is unlimited because you are a citizen.
8: Right. So So I
1: never, you don't present, don't present. And just like when you're, you're coming back into the States, you present your U S passport, not your Jamaican passport at immigration.
8: So pretty much, um, how I do it pretty much because I don't go back and get my Jamaican, um, all my Jamaican documents. I just pretty much ignore it because at the end of the day, I know they can't keep me out.
1: Right. Facts.
8: So uh, yeah. So it's like, I go down there. So last year when I went, I go, and when I went, and the guy asked me, how long are you staying? I said to him, honestly, I can't answer your question. He looked at me. I was like, I don't know. i probably move back home. And then I asked him, how do I do that? And then he said something about consumers. I was telling him, oh, so all you have to do is just go down to the somewhere in New Kingston give them your American passport, tell them, say, you want to come back as a returning resident, and they were stamping your American passport, and he gave me all the details to do it. So th- that's the only time I've asked. Any other time I just ignore it, I tell me stay two weeks. I stay two months, three months, because I know they can't kick me out. Right. I was mm-hmm. born there. So he told me how to go about it the, the right way. Mm-hmm. So all those things is just like gab.
1: I, I would strongly <laughs> recommend, though, if you can but have do your right. Jamaican passport, have a Jamaican passport, because especially if you plan to travel internationally, globally, it can make a difference, right? Because some countries, not all countries are in love with the U.S. Remember that, all right?
7: Yeah.
1: Remember that. I to,
7: so I don't have one <laughs> Jamaican passport. It expired many, many <laughs> 20 years ago. Um so i don't have a jamaican passport can i just go and get one like how does that work Co- who, do I you mean, have a consulate you know we have to, yeah we have to
1: have a conversation
7: later yeah we have I to have know. a conversation but
1: check with it's your consulate elderly. check with your consulate okay call them mm. and also go online check out this thing the pica pica marketplace right check I'm, okay it's a, i'm on their site right now check it out uh-huh. let's mm-hmm. get that information and pass this information on to anyone who's you, you hear them saying oh my gosh, I want to get my Jamaican passport. Now, this event is a three-day virtual event. However, outside of that, encourage them to get in touch with their with the Jamaican consulate. I know if you are in Arizona, you are referred to New York. Your office is a New York consulate. Um, of course, you're in South Florida. You know you, the consulate is down here in Miami. It, I think there's one in Atlanta as well. So find out where your consulate is is getting touch with them get the information do what you need to do the turnaround is pretty quickly because um Marla, one of Marlon's cousins just the other day she got her passport back it had to be renewed and she got it back within less than six weeks so do what you can all right um also Thank you. you're welcome another thing I would urge you to get not only the passport but get a T. Why am I giving out an oh, no, IPM? If it is also get a TRN number. Affection. <laughs> I'm only joking. No, you know, of course, um, get a TRN number because that number is, um, important when transacting any business. If you're in Jamaica and you have, you, you are identifying as a Jamaican and you go to collect money from Western Union, you have to have your TRN number, any business, You're opening a bank account. You have to have that TRN number. Anything. So, get a TRN number as well. That's your taxpayer um, registration number. Get it. Please, I implore you. Pass out that valuable information. Don't let it go to waste. If it's not for you, pass it on to someone else. Okay? All right.
8: We'll have a run when Trump comes back.
1: Right. Uh, Please do not speak that into existence in the words of Javette. Do not speak that into existence. So Airbnb guests helped 416,000 jobs in Latin America and the Caribbean in 2021. Data from a new Oxford economics report shows that economic activity directly stimulated by Airbnb guests has rebounded quickly helping support the recovery of Latin America and the Caribbean tourism overall, with over 4.3 million more Airbnb guest stays in 2021 than in 2019. This, along with several other key findings, were highlighted during a CEO Summit of the Americas panel on economic recovery through tourism. Airbnb, global head of of hosting, Uh, Catherine Powell shared data from a new Oxford Economics Report demonstrating how Airbnb is powering tourism recovery in the region. That's amazing. Good, good, good. I hope um, if any of you know anybody who does Airbnb, give them, you know, support them, direct people to them um, so they can continue to grow, not just the hotels, but small business. The IMF managing director to visit the Caribbean the Managing Director of the International Monetary Fund, uh, Kristalina Georgieva, is to participate in a panel discussion on capacity-building partnerships for a more resilient Caribbean later this week. According to a statement posted on the website of the Washington-based financial institution, the event will take place on June 16 as part of her forever, her first-ever visit to Barbados. She will be joined on the panel by Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley and the Governor of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, Timothy Antoine, who is also Chairperson of the Caribbean Regional Technical Assistance Centre Steering Committee. The discussion will be moderated by Ilan Goldvan, the Director of the IMF Western Hemisphere. Um, uh, right after the, 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 the monarchy, them is the next set of people we need to get rid of because they have a stronghold within the Caribbean community because the Caribbean community has become so dependent on getting loans from the International Monetary Fund. That's the next body that we need to cut ties with. It's going to be hard, I know, and it's going to take some serious labor pains, I know, but I would love for the Caribbean community to discontinue relations with the IMF. And because of the stronghold and because they pretty much dictate the economic sector of each country, you have to meet certain criteria. And they are the reason why it is so hard for Jamaicans to open bank accounts in Jamaica. They are the reason why it is so hard for foreigners or Jamaicans abroad in the diaspora to open accounts there. There are the reason why, if you're send, if you're doing a wire transfer to to send money to Jamaica or to send money out of Jamaica, you have to give up your blood type, urine analysis, X-ray of your lungs, all of that, height, weight, measurement, eye color, everything, because of the stringent bureaucratic red tape that they have put in place. We need to get or separate ties, or the Caribbean community needs to see how they can. minimize dependency on the International Monetary Fund until they're able to sever ties eventually. That's all I'm going to say on that. Cayman to host a major Caribbean tourism organization event. The Cayman Islands Ministry and Department of Tourism has announced that they will be partnering with the Caribbean Tourism Organization, CTO, the Caribbean's tourism development agency, to host the organization's business meetings. This will be the first major in-person event program for the CTO and will be attended by the ministers of CTO member countries. Directors of Tourism, Senior Executives, Media and Regional Students who participate in the Caribbean Youth Congress, as well as International Aviation Experts. The event will take place from September 12th to September 15. Bounty Killer! Yeah, yeah! Star-studded lineup as Bounty Killer turns 50. That's my poor imitation, right? It was a star-studded showing at the downtown Kingston headquarters of Digicel on Sunday as members of the dance hall fraternity poured into the car park for the Maiden Jamrock stage show, all in celebration of Bounty Killer's 50th birthday. The event attracted veteran hitmakers and many acts from the younger generation. However, the thousands of patrons who attended the event were only allowed glimpses of their performances due to the number of artists as afternoon and early evening rain impacted the scheduled start time of the event. Icons, Shaggy, Spice, Tanya Stevens and birthday boy Bounty Killer got their segments of the show with many of the performances lasting an average of three minutes. All the performances throughout the night were done on tracks. Known acts, voicemail, Cha-ching-ching, Pampote, Nesbeth and Dexter da- I need to circle back to Dexter Daps for a second. And Dexter Dapps also got the stage for themselves for individual performances, as well as youngsters Lali and TJ, before a litany of artists shared the mic in a grand finale that included Ghost, General B, Harry Toddler, and Conscience. Shaggy, Spice, Bounty Killer, da 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the performances, patrons waited out. The rain for approximately two hours, partying with DJs, bada bling, scrappy sparks, and jazzy tea at the controls. Some of the patrons used available tents and infrastructure to shelter from the rain. Um, I need to circle back to Dexter that's just for a second. I don't know if anybody else saw it or if it was my imagination, was I dreaming? But I know I saw a video of him. It was either on TikTok or Instagram. At a stage performance in another what's, country, not sure which one, holding two doves dressed in um, the garment as if you were a preacher, holding up two doves. Um, what's going on, Dexter? What's up? What's up? You had a conversation with RT? I don't know. I, I don't know. Did anybody else see it? Okay, so I must have been dreaming.
8: No, I saw it, but uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, a lot of those stuff I kind of skipped past it. Uh,
1: (laughs) No, I couldn't skip past it. I I was scrolling and I had to go back.
8: It was part of his performance, it was a part of a performance. He was saying something like uh, freedom or something like that. Yes,
1: something to do with freedom. You're right.
8: Yeah, it was part of a performance.
1: Okay, but did he really have to put on the um minister's gown? Really. (laughs)
8: the entertainment you know
1: what okay yeah, we're gonna scroll you know, past madonna did it but
8: hold on question Bonte madonna just,
1: crazy
6: want just turned 50.
1: what happened yeah he older than you
6: i think
8: bunty older than that kind of a you know time.
1: what marlon you know wow. you
8: know no, artists bust when them young you know yeah. In 19 and these things, so like 30 years go by fast. They're still young, you know? And Dre,
1: Dre remembered this too. They start out on the scene like at 12, 13. They're going around the sound system culture.
8: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Being a man.
1: He's been around, Marlon. He's been around. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And that's it for Stories Out of the Caribbean. Now for our Latin American story. Cuba sanctions nearly 400... 400 people over anti-government protests. The Cuban government has sanctioned 381 people for participating in rare anti-government protests on the island last year. Thousands of Cubans took to the streets of the capital Havana and other towns in July 2021 in protest over rising food costs medical shortages, and the dire socioeconomic conditions that worsened during the COVID-19 pandemic. Of the 381 people sanctioned on Monday, a total of 297 have been sentenced to between 5 and 25 years in prison for crimes of sedition, sabotage, robbery with force, and public disorder. This is according to the Attorney General's office in a statement that was released to state media. The prosecutor's office noted that 84 individuals, including 15 young people, were not given prison sentences. However, it warned that tougher sentences could be imposed for those who breached their sanctions or who engaged in new criminal offenses. Cuba's age of criminal responsibility is 16 years old. It is thundering like crazy outside. You know, it's bipolar season here in Florida, right? Where so the sun is shining. But the rain is falling and the thunder is rolling. Yep, welcome to South Florida. Yeah, the, the weather is bipolar, not the people. Okay, so that's it out of Latin America. Coming up after the music break, it's Believe It or Not news plus entertainment news. Here is some more hit music for us. One of my favorite songs from Lady Gaga, Born This Way.
11: is the remix Don't be a drag just be a queen Don't be a drag just be a queen Don't be a drag, just be a queen. 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 It doesn't matter if you love him. Or capital H-I-M Or capital H-I-M. Just put your paws up Just
9: Put your paws
11: up Cause you were born this way, baby Put your paws up, paws up, paws up, paws up Put your paws up, paws up Put your paws up, put your paws up Put your paws up
1: Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram at Moments with Me Media, and subscribe to the YouTube channel Moments with Me Media. Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Earlier you heard Lady Gaga Born This Way, and now you're listening to the remix of Chris Brown, Don't Wake Me Up. It's time for Believe It or Not News. This one is pretty interesting, I must say. Um, but before I get to it, um, there was something I, I forgot to mention when I was doing Caribbean Corner. I don't know if anyone saw this on The Shade Room. So cut the foolery. TSR cut the foolery. Hold up. Not these restaurant owners coming through with a clapback. So, um... <laughs> Here are some comments, right, that were tweeted. My new thing is reading Google reviews of Caribbean restaurants. Mm, that was tweeted by somebody called Tweet Zan. All right. Somebody tweeted. Stood in the shop for five minutes. Two servers didn't even try to make eye contact. They trash talked some customers and another. After another five minutes, I just walked out. Need for better staff or an owner with some business sense? Food isn't bad at all, but service is so poor, you may never get your food. So, response from the owner on this one. Sorry for not making any eye contact, but you never come here for eye contact. You come here for by, food. If you want eye contact, go to the beauty queen or Bond blind. We are number one. One in the West Midlands. Really? Come on. Is that how we're going to respond to uh, a customer feedback? Okay, another one. Comment. They gave this restaurant a one star. Very rude and abruptive. Anyone who wants food from them, I would advise you not to go there. They advertise rat infestation outside and they don't care about it. Response from this owner. We pay for service and sometimes the bin man don't come to pick up the bin, so we have to wait until the council lets me down sometime. When you come in a shop, show some respect and you will get respect. It's not a chip shop. So go away with your little bit of money. (laughs) True Jamaican fashion. I'm sorry. Okay. Restaurant number three. Two stars. Tried ordering on Uber Eats the past two days. They had no jerked chicken, prawns, festival, or dumpling. Not all at once, by the way. I also tried calling quite a few times, but no one answered. This took me to their information page on UE where I can't see the rest of the message. So, response from the owner on this one Sorry about not answering the phone. People like you keep ordering food and not coming for it, lady. You should be a writer. You have too much time. You should have to stop right. You should have stopped right and come for your food. And what hygiene have to do with not answering the phone. So I guess in the part that we can't see, there's something about hygiene. Let me tell you something. Jamaicans, you need to behave yourselves. Next restaurant. This place has dropped in quality and service dramatically. I asked for two large soups. Paid some mad extortionate amount and was given no chicken in my soup, just bones. I would have been better off having a pot of noodle. Dead service people and food. Response from the owner. Sorry to hear about the service, but you would have come to the shop. But if you would have come to the shop, we would have refunded you or make you two more cup of soup. But I don't believe you. You were complaining about the little five pound Five pounds for a large soup, that's a lot of money. As a big man don't blame we blame the government for leaving the EU. So I guess that shop is in England or in the somewhere in Europe there, five pounds. Okay. Another one. The worse the customer service is the better the food. <laughs> and the final comment. If they have what you want to order and the staff are nice to you just leave leave because the food will be garbage <sighs> the response is from the owners though is that how we do we cuss off people when they're giving us feedback can we do a little better Jamaicans? goods um please don't speak please I speak. no it's not it's on the shade room go on their ig page and you will see <laughs> Yeah, these owners responding on Twitter, they're clapping back. Let me tell some Jamaicans are the nicest, rudest people you'll ever come across. Let me just say that. We are the people who will welcome you with open arms and cuss you out in a we will tell us how oh, you look nice, and oh, you look bad in the same sentence. You gotta learn about us, Jamaicans. <laughs> We need, we need help, folks. We need help. We need help. We need to do better. Can we have good service with the good food? Is that too much to ask? I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. I'm just asking for good service with good food. It's not too much to ask. And why do we have to go zero to 100 real quick? What? Sorry. you ever heard of Jamaica and it doesn't matter what part of Jamaica you're from, doesn't matter your class nothing, education, nothing you will have somebody talking perfect English and somebody piss them off and the chip is like whoa hold on this is a different person and then they can go right back to speaking the perfect English without missing a beat yep that's us <laughs> I'm going to pray for my people I'm going to pray for my people Yeah, Tasha, how was the view on the veranda today? Hope it's good. Hope you're having sunshine. We're having bipolar weather down here in Florida. Yes, I I forgot to get that in. But in believe it or not news, let me get back to business and stop um, fooling around. But that was real from the um, shade room, Sonette. No lies there. Um, A Missouri dog accidentally sets home on fire after switching on stove with its paw. Authorities say a dog inside a Missouri home managed to switch on the kitchen stove causing a grease fire. According to Southern Platte Fire Protection District Division Chief Chris Denny, the incident occurred Friday morning in Parkville and was filmed on the homeowner's surveillance camera. Only two dogs were inside the house when the fire started. The Southern Platte Fire Protection District posted a video showing one of the dogs standing on its hind legs with its paws On the cooktop gazing over the stove the video shows smoke entering the kitchen before the stove finally catches fire denny told fox news digital that the grease in a pan from the night night's prior dinner ignited new appliances are being seen with touch controls that activate by the simple touch of a finger an animal's paw can also activate these types of controls Please use built-in safeties if available on appliances when not in use and accessible by children and animals. Both dogs were saved, but the inside of the house was severely damaged. I have a question, though. If the house is insured, will the insurance company pay for the repairs because it was done by a dog? I just want to know. Not sure. So... Republican legislators claim AR-15 semi-automatic rifles are needed for killing small animals like prairie dogs and raccoons. Yeah, we need them. We have to have them because we need to be able to kill and ward off the prairie dogs and chicken-eating raccoons. As the United States continues to experience back-to-back mass shootings and high numbers of gun violence cases, Americans around the world are calling for more extreme gun control laws. And some are pointing out the issue with Americans having access to semi-automatic rifles in the first dang place. Republican legislators reportedly claim... AR-15 semi-automatic rifles, which have been used in at least half of the country's deadliest mass shootings, are needed to ward off or kill small animals, wild hogs, prairie dogs, and other types of varmints. If you talk to people that own it, killing feral pigs in the whatever, the middle of Louisiana, they wonder, why would you take it away from me, said Republican Senator Bill Cassidy about AR-15s during an interview. That was published by vice news in my state they use them to shoot prairie dogs and you know other types of varmints. and so I think they are legitimate and they are there are legitimate reasons why people would want to have them Colorado Republican um, representative Ken Buck said the high-powered weapons are used for killing raccoons before they get to our chickens what you practice on the raccoons and the chickens and the prairie dogs and the wild hogs before you get to human beings that's my question you can't use a hunting rifle to shoot a varmint you need an ar-15 to shoot a varmint oh i guess yeah because 30 rounds you can let that off on a group of them or a herd of them i guess that's the reasoning you don't want to just be able to kill five or seven or eight or nine or ten at a time you need to be able to kill a whole herd at a time sounds to me like they need to keep practicing on varmints before they get it right on humans that's all i'm gonna say on that matter so, am I surprised? No. No. Remember when they had the shooting in Uvalde? What when they and they're having the, the press conferences afterwards for God he knows why and for what? What was the concern of the um, state legislators and the heads of state and the political figures? What was their concern? Being able to hunt. No, they They cared more about being able to hunt than saving lives of children. So here, folks, wild, feral pigs and um, raccoons coming to get our chickens. We got to kill them. We got to be able to kill them, right? Stop it moments. Behave yourself. But I'm sure that's the voice they use. And then people are going to be saying, yes, we need them to kill them. Yes, we need them. Can't take them away from us. No, we can't use hunting rifles. We need those AR-15 semi-automatic rifles. Do better, Republicans. Come up with a better argument, please. A transgender inmate in Minnesota sues Department of Corrections for being refused gender reassignment surgery. Listen, I said it before. I'm going to learn to sue for something. I'm going to sue for something because I'm missing out on incompetential. I don't care what y'all want to say. A transgender inmate in Minnesota has filed a lawsuit against the prison she's detained in over being refused surgery. Christina Lusk, 56, is currently serving time at the Minnesota Correctional Facility in Moose Lake, Minnesota until 2024 for a felon drug offense. Lusk, who identifies as being socially, medically, and legally a woman, is suing the State Department of Corrections over alleged discrimination by the state, claiming she's being refused the ability to undergo sex reassignment surgery while detained. The lawsuit was filed by Gender Justice, an advocacy group based in St. Paul on Lusk's behalf. Lusk says that since being imprisoned in the male facility, she has experienced discrimination from the male inmates and has been placed in the direct line of fire for violence. Before going to prison, Lusk underwent top surgery and was about to have a vaginoplasty. However, after going over her case, DOC medical director James Amsterdam decided that Lusk should not be allowed to get the second surgery, but that she could do so once she's released. Lusk, who says she suffers from severe gender dysmorphia, is demanding $50,000 in financial compensation and a permanent mandatory injunction. That would require Lusk to be re- be moved from a male facility to a female facility and be treated and recognized as a woman so who pays for the surgery that's that's my question who is to pay for the surgery is it taxpayers who'll be paying for the surgery for her him her Who who's paying for the surgery
7: that's her surgery so it, she should be paying but
1: i i actually agree that she should um serve her time yes. before she's released yeah pay for that surgery out there on your own get it done once you're done now some might say well put her in the female surgery no because we heard about what happened where a transgender impregnated a female inmate in the females no 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 no. so stay with the male i don't know if they have a section that they can put them in put her in so that she's protected but do that surgery you, you, you 20, 20 what are we in 2022 and they, she gets out 2024 um just wait christina Just wait it out. Coming up after the music break, we we have entertainment news. Yeah. And a moment with me. Here's a little bit more to make us enjoy. Let's listen to some more music. Um, Whoops. Hold on. What is this one? Oh, I haven't heard this song in a long time. I remember when it was tearing up the airwaves. Everybody couldn't get enough of this group. I don't know what ever happened to them. LMF. What is it? LMF. A-O laughing my oh, fat MFAO. ass. Yeah, laughing my fat ass. Well, whatever happened to them? Here they are. Party anthem.
7: Oh. <laughs> my child has a birthday card
1: with this song. Party rock.
3: Party rock. Yeah.
4: in the house tonight, everybody just have a
3: good time, yeah. and we gon' make you lose your mind, Ooh. everybody just have a good time, Clap.
4: party is Rock. in the house tonight, oh. everybody just have a good time, I can we to make you lose your mind, yeah.
5: we just wanna see you shake that.
1: <laughs> else is doing the running man in their head?
2: stop when we in the Booty like to know. Gang of money.
3: Yeah. I'm running through these. Halls like, Drano. I got that devilish flow. Rock and roll,
2: no halo. We party up.
3: Ooh, that I'm reppin' on a rise to the top No, letting our Zeppelin Hey! Caughtin' yeah. rockin' in the house tonight Woo! We just wanna see you're shaking now you shaking it. Now you're with me. you naked
4: now. Get up, get down. Put your hands up to the sound. Get up, get down. Put your hands up to the sound. Get up, get down. Put your hands up to the sound. Put your hands up to the sound. Put your hands up to the sound.
1: Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, Noradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I am Moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee in World News on the go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at me Media moments on Instagram at moments with me media and subscribe to our YouTube channel moments with me media like share comment and click on that notification bell and coming up now it's entertainment news
7: moments some um the voice of
5: our generation your boy Drizzy Drake
4: This is
0: Rihanna I'm Nicki Minaj and this is Usher Your boy Florida
7: Go right ahead Cinette sorry about that No no I was like ooh don't stop the drop um entertainment news interesting LMFO. Do you know they're related to
1: Barry Gordy? Yes. 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 I, yes. Is it I Barry? Hold on. You, Barry Gordy or was it Quincy Jones? Who is it? Barry Gordy, Barry Gordy it yeah. I
7: thought it was Quincy Jones. It's Barry Gordy. One of them is the son of, the son. Um, of Barry Gordy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, The other one is like a half nephew or something of the other. So, like, there, there's a 10-year age difference between these two men, but they're related. Yeah. And it's very
1: gordy like what so there you go a little bit of entertainment news yeah i remember when they came out you know and they were hot all over the place everybody was into lmfao you know yeah i remember hearing that but i i i forgot and that's why i was wondering if it was barry or if it was quincy but yeah runs in their veins so in entertainment news the game admit he was hurt after not being included In this year's Super Bowl halftime show. Okay, all right. On Monday's episode of the I Am Athlete podcast, the game sat down to discuss various topics related to his life and career. One of the main subjects they got into was the game's absence from this year's Super Bowl halftime show, which featured, if we remember, Dr. Dre, Snoop Doggy, and Mary, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent Dollar. Game explained in the clip why he and other hometown heroes should have been included in the lineup and said the real reason I wasn't on the Super Bowl is because I am not a safe artist. You don't know what the game gonna do when he gets up there. So it's just like he's not safe. So they went with the safe artists. Wow. The Super Bowl is in LA, right? It's a Dr. Dre Super Bowl but it is a Jay-Z, but Jay-Z understands the dynamics of West Coast hip-hop very well, right? And I don't think Jay-Z would have had a problem if Dre would have said, we were bringing game on the Super Bowl. Number one, outside of myself, I also think that YG should have been in the Super Bowl. He added, we on the West Coast. We are the only blank who have this crab in a barrel mentality where we want to keep Plank down. Or don't do things based on what somebody else might think it looks like. Snoop is an icon. Dre is an icon. M is an icon. But M is not from L.A. 50 is not from L.A. And I'm not taking away from the fact that they were on the Super Bowl. But L.A. would not have been in the Detroit Super Bowl or New York Super Bowl. It just wouldn't have been L.A., L.A., L.A. all around the Super Bowl. I didn't get the call. I was hurt by that. Oh, my gosh game sit down sit down i'm tired i'm tired game i'm tired just sit down sit down please it passed you it gone what's up it was a good show in my mind the best super bowl show in in a long time yeah because um they struggled with putting on good shows then the other day you had j-lo saying that she should not have shared the stage with shakira listen oh my jesus what can i say how long is the super bowl-, bowl for how many minutes but i get it 25? every yeah how long is around 25
7: right is it's that not long? That
1: long no i don't even think it's 25 i don't even think it goes on that long but i understand everybody wants to shine but you know something there is a saying there is much to be had in small spaces Sometimes your blessing is not always found on those large, grandstanding stages. And that can be applied to life in general. A lot of us are looking for the aha and the fanfare and, you know, sparkles and carrying on. A lot of us are looking for crowds. But you know what? Majority of the times, your blessing comes from the least unsuspecting places and spaces. Don't be so focused on the big hoorah. Instead, continue to be who you are, work on who you are, work on your craft, hone your skills. And when it's time for those doors to be open, ain't no stopping. Best believe that. A moment with me. Ah, and how, 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 you know, coincidental. You don't need to be better than anyone else, you just need to be better than you used to be. Don't compete with anyone, compete with yourself. How can you be a better version of yourself each day when you wake up? That was a moment with me, courtesy of Wayne Dyer. Oh, uh,
5: oh.
1: Thank you to all our listeners who logged on to QMZradio.com and Janoradio.com and everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me and you were tuned in to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go and we do this every Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Me Media Moments, Instagram, Moments With Me Media and on YouTube, Moments With with me, media, Like, share, comment, and click on that notification bell. Always great conversation, folks. Shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. Please enjoy the rest of your day. Whatever you do, wherever you go, whatever you do, wherever you go, please be safe. Coming up later on today at 5 p.m. Eastern, join DJ Naturalist at the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, for music news and naturalist views. Then this evening on jannoradio.com at 7 p.m. Eastern, it's The Rose Solo Show with Padrino, reggae fusion artist. You can check that out on jannoradio.com or on the Radio app. And then right after that at 9 p.m., DJ Rookie takes over with the Tuesday Vibes. Look forward to seeing you all tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for checking in.
0: Ladies, ladies, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. Th- 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 thank you. Thanks for listening.
5: Thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for tuning in to G- 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 Radio. j-j-jono Radio. We are we are we are online 24/7. We
3: we we, we hope you enjoyed the show. Bye-bye.